Group Show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Happy Saturday to you, Michelle. Happy Saturday to you, Curtis. And how are we doing this fine weekend? Is it too early for a Christmas coffee? And then I would say never too early or late for a Christmas coffee. <laughs> There's always time. Always. <laughs> That's the recipe. Uh, yeah, you know, we should, maybe we should post that recipe one day, but I know it's pretty simple. Yeah, like, let's do that. <laughs> we'll put simple, some fancy lingo in there. <laughs> simple enough, anybody can make it. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are. It's another Saturday, and I know it's your favorite. I know you love doing this every week, but it's your favorite show of the month because a little later on, we're going to be talking about stats. Yes, sir. Our second segment, we have the latest, most recent stats. Just came out a few days ago, and it is all about May and all about what the market has done in this last month in the Fraser Valley. So we're bringing it to our listeners here right now this morning, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm very excited, and I got my coffee, and I'm on my second cup, and I'm excited about it. I can tell you're on your second (laughs) cup. You have that vibe going. Totally. And I have to say a very happy 20th birthday to my nephew, Jackson, yesterday. Oh, my gosh. He actually, sorry, on Thursday, he turned 20. I can't believe how fast time goes by. Do you remember being 20, Curtis? Uh, Vaguely. (laughs) See, the problem is parts of me still think I am 20. And when I'm playing sports and stuff, my mind goes, I can still do this. And then the body goes, no, you can't. You keep on thinking that. Keep on thinking it. <laughs> oh, so I hear that uh, you are, well, we were just talking earlier before we started the show about, you know, some plans this weekend. And you had mentioned a restaurant that you're going to. And I, I, I I'm actually, I wanted to ask you if you tried this new place that I'm going to try. Uh, in a couple weeks, I'm going to plan on going there specifically to just really enjoy the experience and the atmosphere. It's called New Wave Distilling. Have New, you been there? No, I have not. New Wave Distilling. Whereabouts is that? It's off Palmy Road in Abbotsford here. Okay, I think I know where that is. No, I have not been there yet, but I like the sound of it. It looks really great. I've been on their website, and it just the atmosphere and just yeah, it looks it looks fantastic. So I'm excited to try it. Yeah, it's kind of good to, you know, get out and get to some restaurants again. Last weekend, it was my dad's birthday, so uh, things were opened up. So we went out, uh, my brother, his wife, me and my wife, and my dad, and my stepmom, and we went out for dinner, and it was it was nice to feel a little bit normal again, even though, like, the restaurant we went to, like, we were in the, there was tables were so far apart, it was, like, <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, happy birthday to your dad. Yeah, he's old. <clears throat> Uh, we'll just leave it at that. I, you know, I think his social uh, in, insurance number is 007 or something. I don't well, know. You know, the older the older he gets, the older you get, too. I try not to think about boy. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, you you and Kelly and the kids have been in your new home for four months now. I know time flies. You blink and four months has gone by. Mm-hmm. What are some of the first changes you made? Or have you made any changes or improvements or just, you know, when you... 
put a little yourself into in it. What is what are some of the things? That you well, have? we haven't done anything uh, anything major because the house was, you know, as you know, was fully renovated uh, when we yeah. moved in. So we really didn't have to do anything. But there's been a couple things like, uh, for example, like, uh, you know, I've never done a heck of a lot of gardening other than like cutting the lawn and things like that. But uh, the neighborhood I'm in now, people are bringing their A game and people have flowers. <laughs> people have great manicured lawns. You know, people were doing like a couple weekends ago. What are they doing? They were thatching their lawns. Oh, wow. People do that. that? They care that much that they make their lawns. So I'm having to bring up my A game. So I've actually been, uh, you know, weeding the gardens, uh, you know, and and stuff like that. Again, not that there was a ton of work there, but again, do it all preemptively so I don't turn around and go, how come I have a yard full of dandelions? You know, I just, you know, things like that. So I've been doing a little bit of gardening. You know, we've uh, done some of that. Um, I'm learning, you know, hot tub maintenance. Uh, You know, I'm basically, you know, self-taught thanks to YouTube. And uh, other than that, just uh, just kind of, you know, decorating it, you know, making it our own. I say decorating. That's that's my wife's job because I'm not allowed to decorate. Well, except for your uh, rocker gnome that you got. Yes, I got our rocker gnome, uh, you know, that, that, that Cassie's affectionately named Steve for some reason. Uh, <laughs> so we got him in there. And we have another one in the backyard now, too. It's a, uh, it's a pineapple with a drink in her hand. It's a female pineapple. Oh my goodness. Okay, so Curtis, your Instagram, the last time you posted on that was your Christmas tree pineapple. Yeah, talking about pineapple. I know. It's, I've been bad. Well, oh. take a picture of this pineapple then. I actually <laughs> need to do, sorry, like I've been getting harassed by a few friends and my cousin called me the other day going, so haven't seen your new house. I'm like, well, because you're not going to come out from Burnaby to see me. He goes, no, no, I'm coming out one day when I can. He goes, but I mean, pictures, please. And I'm like, yeah, right. He's like, because, you know, I'd like to see what your house looks like. Maybe some social media pictures. So maybe maybe that's one of the things I'll do this weekend since I don't have a lot of huge plans. Oh, good. And I shouldn't push you with too much social media stuff because, you know, you have a hard enough time uh, uploading new photos to your Instagram. But uh, what about TikTok? You can have a whole stream about all every all the progress and everything going on. Well, you know, TikTok is an interesting beast because I can get lost down that rabbit hole uh, and watch videos and both get, you know, enraged because everybody, like, sees something funny and then they feel they need to do it when they don't add anything to it. They just do the same thing thing yeah which can drive me nuts but there is some really cool funny creators on there and uh once you start weeding through it all and you find some favorites and i haven't i've got my account but i haven't started doing videos yet because i have no idea where to even start with all this stuff me too same exact thing i created an account started following some people asked you know who should i follow but i haven't really i haven't not done one thing i haven't even really approved it as much as i'd like to but I, there's actually a TikTok superstar, and it's a Marilyn Monroe impersonator. Oh, yes, and, I think I've come across that one, yeah. Oh, really? Okay, because she actually bought Mar- a one-time house that Marilyn Monroe owned, and she lives in it. Her and her husband bought it, and it's like all the news. She's only like 27 years old. Oh, wow. And her name's Jasmine Chiswell, if I'm saying that correctly, but she they say, you know, she has an uncanny resemblance to, the, to, to Marilyn Monroe. She's an impersonator, and, uh, you know, this house is fantastic that she bought, and I can't believe how much she 
they bought it for $2.73 million. Um, it was built in 1938. That was the year, our, uh, I believe, our year our mission house was built. But it's a Mediterranean style. So cool. And uh, she, Monroe owned it with, uh, you know, baseball great Joe DiMaggio in 1952. Um, but she only lived there. They lived in there for less than a year, they say. And then and then that's it. But she did. They She owned it. And uh, now her impersonator owns it. It's like 3,300 square feet. It's really cool. And uh, it overlooks this canyon and everything. But I thought that's interesting. But she is a huge superstar on TikTok. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I know there's a lot on there, and uh, I'm sure I'll get around to it eventually. I mean, uh, Jess and Wiggy do stuff in the morning sometimes and on Jess's account, and some of their stuff is pretty good, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I should just do more videos like when my daughter was trying to teach me how to take better care of my skin and stuff. Maybe people need that. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> you should. <laughs> so what do we got to talk about real estate-wise here? Because we're, you know, we're flying through this first segment. We haven't even talked about real estate yet. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, a little bit of real estate with the Mar- Marilyn Monroe impersonator's house. But uh, it just reminded me of, you know, my grandfather and my dad who worked with well, my grandfather especially. He actually picked up Marilyn Monroe from her house, gave her her script for the day, and drove her back to, or drove her to MGM Studios. So she can, you know, when she was doing her films at MGM. So he was the head of transportation and things like that. So um, that's a really cool kind of connection I have with Marilyn Monroe. And uh, but but yeah, I, I wanted to talk about just before we go on break a little bit about uh, our real estate market here, but not just the Fraser Valley overall in Canada because Canada's high unemployment may actually help low mortgage rates stick around. And there is a positive effect of weak employment, unfortunately, but it's true. Uh, the real estate market, it usually booms with job growth and a strong, thriving economy. That's how real estate usually works. Uh, employment sparks income. Income drives demand. Demand jolts prices. Uh, when un- unemployment falls, it's the other components are really expected to weaken, but it's been completely different uh, right now. At one time, you could gauge a market's viability by looking at its employment situation. It, it was a given. When companies that paid well were moving to an area and going on hiring sprees, you could generally bet on a population boost, strong demand, and faster appreciation of your property. But over the last 12 months, Canada's unemployment rate has averaged a stiff 9.6% of unemployment. That's average. And Canadians have been buying homes at a rate unlike anything seen before, putting pressure on prices. Um, I mean, remember when people would say, is now a good time to buy real estate? I mean, I remember that question all the time. I haven't even heard that in I don't know how long because... I mean, that implied that the state of the market and the fundamentals supporting it were important factors in determining when to make a purchase. Uh, But that isn't the case any longer. The guiding principles today is now or never. There's several reasons why, but that is how buyers and we are looking at it. So some of the reasons we've talked about before on the show, but low interest rates, of course, it's, it's made home buying more affordable. And that's obvious. Buyers who sold their homes in major cities as well have used their massive windfalls to bid up prices for properties in smaller communities like Fraser Valley and East and beyond, where locals can't compete, unfortunately. Uh, And whenever sales momentum starts building, then 
there's this panic call it FOMO, <laughs> fear of missing out, but it, it, it sets in and people feel if they don't stretch themselves to buy now, they'll never be able to afford a house again. So, I mean, you'll notice that not one of those points even stems from an economic fundamental that's trending upward. It's completely based and fueled on emotion and the hope that homes we're over what people, some people think, oh, we're overpaying for now, but we're thinking, no, no, it's going to, you know, it's going to go up. Um, You know, it's it's almost like a nation of speculators, like it's going to go up no matter what. So that's called speculation um, purchasing. Uh, However, history shows in all future signs of immigration, and it's just the mere fact that there's only one real major booming West Coast area in all the country that everyone wants to live in and move in into Canada, and that's Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. So, of course, it's going to go up. The immigration growth, population growth, and there's no place like this area that has jobs and the quality of life. It's the best place to work and to enjoy. So, I mean, it's going to be good. Um, The market just keeps on going. But it's interesting how unemployment has not affected the real estate market and economy as it normally does. So we'll, we'll see what happens in the future. But there you go. All right. Well, I think that brings us to a a break here. We'll take a short break. But uh, first off, if people want more information from you, where can they go? MichelleCummins.ca. And we're back with more right after this. Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Now, I know you've been just ecstatic to get these stats out. Ecstatic. Hey, see what I did there? Uh, <laughs> let's get That's to it. these stats that I know you've been sitting on and want to get out to the masses, Michelle. So just released a few days ago on the 2nd of June. Uh, here it is from the Real Estate Board, Fraser Valley. Near record breaking new listings in the Fraser Valley. It's not enough to match in Insatiable buyer demand. That is the headline. So, our real estate board, the Fraser Valley's extraordinary pandemic real estate market continued to break sales records for the ninth consecutive month, while at the same time reaching near historic levels of new listings in May. So, it's all been about supply and demand, this whole market and the prices going up. So much of it has been there's just not enough listings as well as the interest rates and as many buyers and everything else. But in May, the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board process a whopping almost 3,000 sales on the MLS. So we have a new president of this year. It's been a couple months, I believe now, Larry Anderson. And he says, demand hasn't changed. What's changed is supply. In the last three months, buyers have 40% more inventory to look at in the Fraser Valley, and it's allowed them to take back a little control. We're seeing resistance to multiple offers and buyers adjusting their offers or even waiting. 
because they have more selection. We're a long way from a balanced market, but supply is helping us to head in the right direction. And this is so true. So in May, the board received the second highest volume of new listings ever, approaching May 2018 levels. Across the Fraser Valley in May, the average numbers of days to sell a single-family detached home, and remember, this is across the board, all of the Fraser Valley, a detached home was taking 14 days to sell, and a townhome was taking 12 days. Condos took, on average, 20 days to sell. So benchmark price activity overall in the Fraser Valley, single-family homes are at $1,323,300. That's an increase of 2.3% compared to April 2021, so a month ago, and increased 33.6% compared to May of last year. Townhouses in the Fraser Valley are at six hundred and seventy thousand, and the bent that's the benchmark price, and that is an increase of two point seven percent compared to last month, and an increase of twenty point seven percent compared to May of last year. Condos benchmark price at four hundred eighty eight thousand five hundred, and that is up two point or just two percent from last month, an increase of twelve point six percent compared to May of last year. And going in municipality, by municipality, uh, Abbotsford is first. Benchmark price of detached homes, $1,143,600, an increase of a big whopping 38. That is 38.2%. I like 38 better. I felt like I was a Disney character. You were turning into something there. Yeah, you know what? You know, Southern California, it has that effect on you. But no, so 38% is what you were getting at. I miss Disneyland. Yes, 38.2% from last year. That is big. That's high numbers. And an increase of 2.4% from the month before. Now, before we move on, I have to say, uh, all of the... All of the uh, amounts that have gone up, it, it is much lower. Yes, it's gone up pretty much overall still in May, but it's a lot less than how every month it's gone up for the last six months or so. Um, so, okay, moving on. Townhouses uh, in Abbotsford has gone up 23.8% from last year and up 3.9% from April. Condos are at 371,600. They're up 18.3% from last year and 2.5% from the month before. An admission for detached benchmark prices, we've got uh, 26,000, let's get that right, 926,000. That is 37.2% higher than last year, and from the month before, it's up 2.6%. Townhouses are at 557,600. That's up 20.3% from last year and up 4.7% from the month before. And condos at 405,000. That's up 16.2% from last year and up 3.4% from the month before. And then going to White Rock and South Surrey area, detached benchmark prices are at 1,731,600, and that's up 31.1% from last year and up 2.8% from the month before. Townhouses at 805,800, up 24.4% from last year and up 1.7% from the month before. And condos, 565,100, up 16.6% from last year and up 2.1% from the month before. Then Langley, benchmark detached prices are at 1,379,000. That's up 34.2% from last year and up 2.5% from April. 
townhouses are at uh, 680,600. That's up 19.5% from last year and up 2.9% from the month before. And condos are at 459,100, up 14% from last year and up 2.7% from the month before. Now, Delta benchmark detached prices are up 32.9% from last year and they're at 1,217,800 and that's up 0.8%, so a little less than 1% from April. Townhouses in Delta at 675,700, that's up 24.1% from last year and 3.1% from the month before. And condos at 405,000, up 2.3% from last year is all, and just up 0.2% from the month before. And now the city of Surrey combined uh, benchmark detached prices are at a million four hundred and twenty-nine thousand three hundred, up thirty-one point five percent from last year, and up two point four percent from the month before. Townhouses at six hundred ninety-six thousand six hundred, up twenty point four percent from the last year, and two point three percent from April. And condos at four hundred forty-six thousand, up eleven point seven percent from last year, and one point seven percent from the month before. So if we look. At detached prices, the out of all the municipalities in the Fraser Valley, guess who's gone up the most? It's Abbotsford for detached homes. And then I believe Mission is second for the highest of all the municipalities as far as year to year. Yep, it's Mission is the second. And then Langley's the third. So that's just the top three for equity growth in the Fraser Valley. Yeah, it's no doubt it's a hot market still, despite, uh, you know, we figured by now things would slow down. But no, it's not. There's still a lot of listings out there. There's a lot of demand. And again, not as much supply as people seem to need. It is true. And as, you know, second uh, COVID shots come out, of course, we probably will get continue to get more and more listings uh, that hit the market, which will make it a little bit better for, for buyers to have at least more options, but not sure if it's actually going to, uh, you know, who knows what the prices will do. Every day is, is, is a new day. <laughs> yes. And every time we think we have it figured out, no, we don't. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> so I have to, I had a lot of fun last week. I did a Facebook Live because I've been doing Facebook Lives lately. We haven't been able to do open houses. The board doesn't suggest we do open houses as realtors. We're not doing open houses. But I bring to our audiences my Facebook Lives of my new listings. And last week, I brought you the corner penthouse in the sky in North Burnaby. It has northeast and southern view. And it's snow-capped mountains, Mount Baker, rolling hills, and a cityscape. It's just breathtaking, the, the home and the views. It's got a wraparound deck. You've got views from full floor-to-ceiling wall picture windows throughout the whole three-bedroom, two-bathroom luxury penthouse. It's amazing. Um, the building is one of the best. Escala is the name of it, and it's got a spa. I mean, it really does have more amenities than any of the buildings around. It's got This a spa is amazing. Uh, it's got two guest suites, a pool, a gym, theater, so much more. It's two blocks away from an amazing park with a baseball diamond and a pool itself and a gym itself uh, and just tennis courts, so much. Uh, walking distance, too, to the new Brentwood Mall, which is fabulous and actually better shopping 
than even some Los Angeles areas. Like this is really great shopping in the Brentwood Mall. Um, and steps from transit. Anyways, it's luxury living. It's beautiful. Um, and that was a lot of fun. But this week, I've got another, you know, as a certified luxury marketing specialist, I am absolutely thrilled to bring these homes to uh, the general public and to the potential buyers who would love these beautiful places. And I've got a new luxury listing uh, that is right here in the Fraser Valley. It's in Aberdeen area of Abbotsford. And I'm going to do a Facebook Live of it this Thursday at 1 p.m. And uh, it's at 27743 Montigny uh, Avenue. And it's gorgeous. It's actually a timber-framed home. It's a hobby farm. It's in ALR. It's five acres. And the home is breathtaking. It's like mm, a home custom-built, obviously, uh, from, let's say, a beautiful, beautiful custom-built home in High Point area, but it's on its own five acres. And the the price is $3,295,000. I can't say enough amazing things about this home. As I was walking through, I was just, my jaw was open and my breath and I just I could I just like I just was looking at everything like I had to take I don't I think I took a few hours doing my evaluation of this property just because I was just looking at everything so intently because it's so creative and so so cool I just love it I do have a professional drone video and and floor plan and everything already on it uh, that you can see on my website or, or my Facebook. I think I've done some pre, like, pre-listing like pre posts, but I am going to do it live on Thursday. So it would be lovely to have people uh, watch if you're interested in that. And, you know, I'm going to get out soon here this Saturday and stain my barn and my shed. Um, but before we go, I wanted to give the quote of the week. Uh, the quote of the week, no act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. Very true. Yeah. And who is that just anonymous or does that come from, from you? Um, well, to, this morning it's coming from me, but it originally, I'm sure, there's nothing new under the sun, Curtis. I bet you it's somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're just going to go with anonymous uh, you know, right. you know, and Michelle Cummins. That's what we're going to do. All right. Well, if people want to get more information about the services you provide as a top-notch realtor, where can they go? michellecummins.ca and make plans to join us again next week when once again we will talk real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized thanks for listening